174 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and I'm here joined by my co-host Adam. As always. And as always, it's the even episode, so now that means we're on Zoom. That means the audio quality is kind of iffy, but we do have a guest, and this week's guest is Dennis from First Sip Brewbox. What's up, guys? It's been forever. Super pumped to be back and hang out with you boys again. It has been too long. It's been way too long. It's been months. I feel like a couple months, maybe three months. I don't know. At least six. No, not six months. No, just, it feels okay. like it. It oh, feels okay. like it. I was like, wait, what? It's not six months, but it's been a couple months. <laughs> it has. So, and I know Dennis has been off on his adventures and doing all kinds of fun things. And it's true. We'll get into that segment too. We'll learn what Dennis has been up to in the wide, wide world of beer and brewing. He's been coat labbing and doing deals and yeah. partnering and all kinds of things going on. Doing it. So we'll talk all about that in segment two. Segment one, obviously, we'll talk about news. But very, very first, let's talk about the beer we're drinking this week. Adam, why don't you start us off? Yeah, all right. I, uh, I've got myself a little something-something from, which isn't a little something-something. That's not that. <laughs> but uh, Hitchhiker, uh, the yeah. good folks of Hitchhiker Brewing. I have the Agrio which I'm ah. sure you can see here if you're watching on the video. It is a strawberry margarita goza, 4.4% ABV, and quite delicious. I agree, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds good, and that's a pretty dope glass, too. Adam, was that it Lincoln is. Ave? It is Lincoln Avenue. Oh, man. What, what's interesting enough. is you look, you look at the beer itself. It kind of just looks like a regular-ass lager, but it tastes nothing like that. Huh. It's awesome. Get your gotcha. Mm-hmm. Eat. So I'm going to enjoy this one. Hell yeah. Goo beans. I am drinking from our friends at Four Points. Uh, if, you, if anybody was paying attention to Twitter, I ran a quick Twitter poll to pick what I was going to drink on this episode. <laughs> just <'cause laughs> I had enough stuff just kind of sitting around. So, But the one of the ones that came up on the Twitter poll was the cargo van. Mm, that Adam mm. had drank previous episodes, but I just felt maybe I, as an IPA drinker, should review this one as well on the Agreed. show. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I tell you what, it is a really good representation of a West Coast IPA. It was brewed with Eureka and Idaho 7 hops, which Idaho 7 is pretty dank, but uh, it's also 6.4% on the ABV. Uh, yeah, it's it's an easy drinker if you like that throwback style, which I do. But it doesn't come across like super piney. It's not like a it's not a Simcoe uh, pine cone bomb. It's you know. it's kind of a Saturday afternoon West Coast IPA. Yeah, <laughs> rather than a Friday night. Yeah, balls you, out. You Ooh, definitely know you're drinking. Not just Friday nights, Adam. Mm. <laughs> you that's definitely know nights. you're drinking an IPA. But mm-hmm. it's not uh, total blow your palate out. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, when I had it, I, I thought it was a good representation of a West Coaster. I, if you can find it, get it. Hmm. It's a big if. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're gone now. 
I definitely have a mission now because the way Steve painted that picture, I kind of want that in front of me. It's good. A lot. Yes. What do you have in front of you? Yes. <laughs> King of segways. I love it. Uh, so what I have is from our trip when we visit Evil Genius, which we'll get into segment two, uh, is the baby shark. Do, 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 do. Uh, it is a 4.4% hazy mosaic pale ale. So I, I like one of those words. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the stuff that uh, they put some of the nomenclature on their can is brewed with malted barley and oats, hopped generously with American grown mosaic, fermented with our German ale yeast strain, endlessly drinkable with notes of papaya, lemon, and passion fruit. So I'm super pumped to, uh, Dip into this bad boy. Wanted to wait for you guys to go over yours before I crack this open. I can hear the freshness. And the, uh, <laughs> the awesome little glass. We were actually doing it out of our uh, Tico glass that we got uh, from Evil Genius. Your what glass? Our Tico. Is that how you say Tico? I've always said Tico. I've said Tico. So. Tico? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say it, Adam? Because you seemed offended. <laughs> it seemed like I triggered you <laughs> with four letters. <laughs> no, it'll take four different letters to get me mad. <laughs> so really, uh, really good color. Solid head retention on there. Um, let me... Uh, yeah, you definitely pick up on some of the lemon and papaya on the nose. So I'm really pumped to dip into this brew. Oh, that's good. Yeah? It's tasty. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely get... Um, it, it's slightly maltier than traditional... Uh, hazies are, but I think that just adds to the balance of the beer itself. And you do pick up on notes of the, uh, like I said before, the papaya and the lemon. It's tasty. That actually sounds really good. That sounds like something that might be up my alley. Oh, you could definitely <laughs> dig into this. I mean, this, I think, so the hops aren't blasting you in the face. So I think mm. you would find comfort there. Um, but another thing I wanted to point out for it only being 4.4%. Uh, ABV, and I'm not saying by any means that ABV tells you exactly what you should be expecting from that beer, uh, but this has a, a, a lot of body and a lot of characteristics for being such a sessionable beer. Damn, I'm going to have to go get some. Is mm. that available in the Pittsburgh market? Ooh, I don't know, but I'm mm. saying we, or we may have another can left, and if we do, I will make sure I get you one. I am willing to do some trading. Yeah. I'm going to hazard a guess to say it's not available in the Pittsburgh market, Adam, because it's coming in a specialty can where mm. it's pretty much all we get from Evil Genius on this side is those uh, standard labels. Right. That's yes. a good point. Actually, yeah. That, yeah, now that I think about it, I think that's the first time I've seen Evil Genius in a can. The, this close, yeah. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen right. it on the internet. <laughs> I know <laughs> Seen it on the internet. Well, on the at internet. that point, it's like, well, I've never seen a platypus. Steve's like, whoa, buddy. I wouldn't say that. I've seen a platypus on the internet. I've been to the zoo. I've seen a platypus. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't remember like what animal I went to use for that example. So I kind of failed on that. <laughs> so apparently I get mad about glassware and Steve gets mad about platypi. <laughs> or where, <laughs> wherever you, you, you're saying that you see things, Steve will be like, nah, check your search history. You've seen it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen those, evil ge those fun evil genius cans mm -hmm. you know, on the internet, but now it's even closer on the internet because you're, you know, a drivable distance rather than True. the other side of the damn state. Achievable. 
Yeah. And we, we definitely, if we don't have that one still from our trip, we definitely have some others I would love for you guys to try. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll talk after this. We're going to twist my arm. Trading. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, <laughs> How will you ever recover, Steve? <laughs> With Regeneron. <laughs> 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 the transformer of vaccines or whatever steroids <laughs> yeah the transformer of steroids it's like baby cells <laughs> which it's something else someone commented on he's using baby cells that's how he got better so quick i'm like jesus <laughs> that is true and i that would. is true. <laughs> at that point you might as well use some baby tears too you know yeah. <laughs> At that point, you get some baby shark. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Let's move it along into news notes and neat for the week of October 7th. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. It was making it sound more official. For the, the date of recording, because who the hell knows what's going to happen Yeah, true. between now and when this gets released. Yeah, we looked like a bunch of goofuses last week when we recorded on a Wednesday and we were talking about the uh, uh, debates, and that was not the most interesting story that nope. week. <laughs> <laughs> that was wow. page three, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> People forgot about that shit show real quick after. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. So, like, it, hurt, it hurt my brain. <laughs> yeah. So this week... I've got more news following up sort of with oh, okay. uh, la last week's story, the little short story that we did about shorts and their uh, venture into making THC gummies. Yes. They have nothing to do with cargo shorts. Right. But like shorts uh, brewing. Right. Shorts brewing. Uh, we now are moving into the world of seltzer THC. <laughs> mm. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon, yes. Pabst is putting out seltzer THC, lemon flavor. So you can legally put THC in the beer now? Well, okay, well, that's, that's the thing. It's not a beer. Mm. So, oh, it's, oh, so that's how. Yeah. It's, it's a seltzer. Yeah. So there, there are, like we talked about this last week, there are companies that do make beer, and they de-alcoholize the beer, and then they add THC to it. This just pretty much seems like they just take a regular seltzer and then put THC in it. So it's still alcoholic. No, there's now, no alcohol. No, no. It's uh, just oh, a regular, regular seltzer. seltzer. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just like from hearing seltzer these days, you automatically just think of hard seltzers out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. LaCroix so so they take a, a LaCroix and uh, zhuzh it up a little bit. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, La LaCroix has got to be mad as hell because like Dennis just said, everybody's thinking about Trulies and White Claws. Mm -hmm. Nobody's thinking about plain old LaCroix anymore. No. <laughs> I'm not Left saying I wouldn't dust. try it, but how, how much THC are we talking, Steve? Five milligrams a can. Hmm. 25 calories a can. So that's, yeah. that's less than what you would do for a White Claw or a Truly because they're like 100 a can. It will be $24 for a four-pack. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So since it's it's past, is it natural or national? National distribution or is it in select states? So it's only in California right now. Ah, okay. And the uh 
it's only in California right now. And then the other interesting part of it is it's not actually the Pabst Blue Ribbon Company. What? Because Pabst Blue Ribbon is a national brand, mm -hmm. but because weed is not legal nationally. Oh, right, right. They can't, uh, they can't say that it's part of their company. They can't legally hold a license to that. So what they have is the company in California is called Pabst Labs. Mm, okay. And That's... so Pabst Labs can make the THC seltzer, but they also get to use the Pabst Blue Ribbon branding for free. Aha. So okay, it's, a, it's a separate company that Pabst is not suing for using their blue ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Damn. I just, I thought that was interesting. And uh, to go hand in hand with that, they're also, this is more under the regular PAPS license. They're introducing a hard cold brew. So this is back to the coffee stuff that they've been doing. Mm -hmm. They're doing a cold brew now that is 4.2% alcohol. So this one is alcohol. Uh, it's also non-dairy because the original mm. the original hard coffee, I believe, had some dairy in it. Mm. So now they're introducing a cold brew version that's non-dairy but is alcoholic. And then I guess if you really want to throw in goof-ass uh, creamers from Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, you can do that. I'm a coffee mate man myself, but I coffee mate, what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you catch Adam's one loyal. He's one loyal guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if it doesn't have the red cap, I'll throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> no that's definitely super interesting and those pivots that paps made is are only pivots that you can make when you got bank oh our company can't do it fine we'll either create a company or get a hold of another company to do all this stuff for us and then as soon as it becomes legal nationwide oh guess what that company's part of us again Right, exactly. Scooped up, lickety split. Oh boy, who bought mm. Paps Labs? I don't oh. know. Whoever it could have <laughs> I been. I wonder who did it. Right. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it, it's just an interesting way that all of that's broken down. And like you said, Dennis, like not everybody can pivot that way. Obviously, right. a lot of breweries have pivoted towards seltzer, mm -hmm. but not every brewery has pivoted towards like the hard coffee or the goofy THC drinks and things like that. So yeah, right. Yeah, it is interesting how quickly people have turned to that. But, yeah, it's it's beer adjacent, and I thought it was interesting because, again, last week we were lobbying for breweries in our area to create THC edibles based on their beers. We thought, you know, like definitely Hitchhiker and Abjuration could come up with THC edibles based on their recipes. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't turn them down, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Market research. Yeah, so you just got to keep that stuff out in the ether. But Yep. Yeah, that's that's one of my newses. Adam, what do you got? I got news. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if I want to cover this, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. Oh, it's probably a news story that I also have then. With Possibly. Your with your reluctance, but... Yeah. Uh, is it about uh, Mechtoberfest? Yeah, boy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, th so, yeah, I think that's worth covering. <laughs> yeah, Mechtoberfest, which was held at the old Mecklenburg Brewery in North Carolina. Uh, if you went there, you should go get yourself tested for COVID. Oh, yeah. shoot. They had multiple attendees that have uh, tested positive uh, since attending said brewery. Uh, there were, uh, as the, the news notes, there were over 1,000 a 1, people there uh, with masks mask use at a bare minimum 
Uh, and that was held between September 25th and 27th. So if you were there or know somebody was there, you might want to go get yourself checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Super On not multiple cool. Multiple levels. <laughs> so, and it, like it came to light a couple ways. One of them was like there were multiple 311 calls that there was a large gathering there and people felt unsafe about that. And then also just videos of the event surfaced. Mm. And I watched some of the videos and it's. <laughs> Yeah, nobody was wearing masks right. for the most part. But also, it didn't seem like the, it, it was like a lot of picnic tables. Mm. And so you could just imagine most parties being confined to a picnic table. Where right? everybody was kind of in a, a semi-pod kind of thing. Right. So, I mean, so it's really, it really wasn't much different than what you see at restaurants now. Right. The only difference I would see is if obviously they didn't go out and check to make sure everyone at a picnic table all lived in the same household. Mm -hmm. That's one of right. the things that you have to do. I couldn't even see them following up on that. I know a lot of places are probably having a difficult time following up on that, like check everyone's ID. And then if you didn't update your address, right. but everyone else did, then you can't sit with them. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't think anybody's doing that, no. but there, I mean, there is after the fact contact tracing of right. like, Oh, you know, these people were here. These people were here. So, yeah. But again, like it just, I don't know. It, the no mass thing was pretty bad, but I mean, also at the same time you're there to drink. Right. But it also wasn't much different from what I saw. I mean, there were some people dancing around and, you know, you, you're going to pass by people as you're taking your beers back to your table and things like that. But it just honestly didn't seem that much different than what you would see at a brewery. It's just there were more people there. Right. right. But you look at a brewery that, you know, right now you're able to have a lower capacity, at least here in Pennsylvania, uh, you know, you're looking at what 30, 40 people there mm -hmm. versus a thousand. I mean, your your percentages go way up with the you know number of people right. increasing. Oh yeah, for sure. And like I, I was reading through one of the articles, and something like it's something like thirty eight percent of the people who've contracted COVID have also attended a large function <laughs> or a wedding or something like that. So like. Right. Yeah, 38% of the people who have got it and they've done that through the contact tracing of just like, well, were you here? Were you there? Right. You know, and right. Yeah, we've been a part of something that had too many people. <laughs> it's right. like, caught me. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Shouldn't have been there. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't sure if I wanted to, wanted to bring that up, but obviously, Steve, you had that on your docket as well. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up because, well, there was also another event in – PA that occurred uh, last weekend. What event was that? One? Uh, there was an Oktoberfest event in Slippery Rock. Oh, mm. I didn't know about that one. And there was a number of breweries. Yeah, I I found out about it, and I didn't really want to talk about it that much because I didn't necessarily know there was nothing on the announcements that I read. Mm -hmm. I didn't have enough info about it, uh, but I didn't see anything about like precautions they were taking. Mm, okay. My hope is that everything went fine and nothing bad right. happened, but there is a very strong possibility we might hear a similar story. <laughs> oh, goodness. I hope. And that's super close to home, too. Yeah. Right. I, I hope things just 
were handled better than they were down at the old Mecklenburg. Yes. But yeah, I didn't really want to promote that event either though. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. does anybody um, have something happier to talk about? I do. Uh, well, <laughs> please. <laughs> I mean, mine's not too happy, but I mean, it's a fact. <laughs> I like, I like facts. <laughs> um, the one thing I was going to throw out there is now this is as recent as I can find it. And then maybe you guys have heard if this is still an issue or not is because of everything going on, there's still being a national can shortage, you know, with folks, uh, you know, stocking like big distributors, not just in beer. Um, but when you have these massive powerhouses like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, all those guys, with all that buying power, seeing things like this, the writing on the wall, and then getting tons of different cans. And then obviously those manufacturers that make these products only make so many. Um, I've still heard some breweries having a tough time finding what they need. Uh, but the Wall Street Journal reported as recently as the first week of September that there was still massive can shortages. I don't know if you guys have seen anything similar or heard anything similar. Yes, not only that, we've come up with solutions. Yep. No one. Milk bags. bags. <laughs> Beer in a box? In a box or just a bag. <laughs> just a straight up bag. Just a straight up bag. You yeah. get a straw and a bag. Yeah. <laughs> My beer's spilling everywhere. Suck it up. <laughs> Literally suck it up. Yeah. Just, Slap or, the bag with some Simcoe. You do it all right. There's a there's another uh there's another sort of uh, solve for that. And in the summertime, all those uh, Capri Sun-like pre-mixed drinks. Right. I don't know. Start getting some pre uh, Capri Sun packaging out there. Yeah. Just dump a straw into like whatever <laughs> 450 North slush you're about to <laughs> down in if your you, head. If you're a brewery owner and you can finally afford a canning line, you know what? Hold off a little bit. Get Capri Sun slushy bags. <laughs> Get yourself a bagging line instead. Right. It's the way of the future. <laughs> we promise. Just, future. Like a, just like an old purpose filler. Like <laughs> You mean a faucet? Yeah. <laughs> old purpose filler. Yeah, a couple faucets. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, just go, just use use the five little gallon gasoline jug. Brand Cherry can, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely do that. Just plenty of one on each. It even comes side with a convenient Jeep? spout to pour out of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gas demands are low. Get out there, buy them jerry cans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, I need to write the Wall Street Journal. We got this. <laughs> we already have it all figured out. <laughs> Dear America, problem solved. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Americans Obama. are nothing if not innovative. <laughs> Especially when it comes to still enjoying their libations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When, when we still want our treats, we'll figure out a way to get it. That's right. <laughs> Because that's all we have right now. I would not be surprised if I walked in the JRs and they were selling jerry cans instead of crowlers. (laughs) I feel like JRs could definitely be a pilot establishment for figuring this out. Yeah, I'm willing to work with them. We're going to come up with like specialty branded Hop Nation USA jerry can. (laughs) That would be pretty dope. Plus, I don't know how many people know this, but right now, those motherfuckers have both Bourbon County Stout and uh cbs on the crowler system oh what yeah 
JR's, man. I know a lot of people know about him, but I still feel like it's the best kept secret. Yeah, it is. Well, it's because it's in Beaver County. People don't, <laughs> people don't like crossing county lines. Yeah, and the and internet's kind of spotty out there. Right, and then you consider the kind of people that live in Beaver County. It's me and Day and then a bunch of, you know, Italians with their dumb ass. Italians and like super, you know, in the woods, yinzers and right. stuff like that. Yeah. There's a bunch of just a bunch of people who would not drink anything that doesn't end in light. <laughs> so oh, poor Beaver County. Yeah, it is. It is very poor. <laughs> it is. Thanks a lot, Adam. <laughs> Adam just says words and insults entire communities. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. It's a very impoverished county. Seems like I live here. <laughs> Beaver County's motto is at least we're not Washington County. <laughs> Facts. Uh, I got one more little news of booze, booze. I like some news about booze. So the news of booze, booze. The uh, Pittsburgh City Paper. Mm-hmm. They brought out their best of PGH list. Right. Best of Pittsburgh for 2020. Best pregame bar. Went to Southern Tier. All right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Best place to have your birthday. Went to Hofbrau House. <laughs> makes sense. And then they had like Best Bar that was divided up into a number of like like uh, local divisions. Mm-hmm. Not quite neighborhoods, but. Right. Yeah. It was like Northeast, South. So mm-hmm. like uh, Grist House was, got one of them. Riley's Poor House mm-hmm. got another one. Piper's Pub got another church got the uh strip district so interesting yeah good for them it's yeah. interesting yeah so a lot of a lot of breweries and a lot of well-known uh beer uh like beer pubs that are pretty popular in the area that's that's good to see that the uh the beer community is getting some love just yeah. some, some general populist love not just you know industry the beer love. community yeah, yeah. Uh, i also wanted to bring this up because of who won best barbecue two brothers yes absolutely <laughs> so that's I, I like that one a lot because that one is two brothers is located all the way out by helicon okay mm-hmm. then it is who i was thinking yeah about. it's I like i mean brothers two yeah brothers. they're way outside of the city mm-hmm. yeah you gotta so, earn it right so but i mean you if you drive if you make the drive you definitely earned it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah they definitely earned that one because they weren't just like the closest place right you know someone (laughs) actually did some research because i hate that when you see things like this happen and it's literally the top four people that pop up on google in that category for that area yeah they actually put in some work well it's it wasn't even like a writer who researched it it's all voted on right oh so So, people nominate mm -hmm. and then you get that okay yeah, so they were nominated and then they were voted as the top. You know, Stage AE obviously won, you know, best large music venue. Right, like, that's not being used right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rivers Casino won best place to gamble. 
Hmm. Well, like, yeah, exactly. Who it the was fuck just else? between them and the meadows, right? Like, what other places? Yeah, why would you bother with that category? We're not well, talking about Uncle Joe's basement, even <laughs> though those are some of the best places to gamble. You clear yeah. them out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, exactly. Who else are they going to vote for? Yeah, like, that's they, a weird category. The meadows got an honorable mention, and I wouldn't even put them in because they're not in Allegheny <laughs> County. Right. Right. That's Washington County, so you got to drive for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally the only other honorable mention you can give. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, because otherwise uh, you're getting a Mountaineer or Nemecolon. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You're only going out there if you're going to gamble and get a spa day. <laughs> <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it, you know, overall, it can be kind of silly in some areas, but. I think the two brothers win is pretty legit. So yes, yeah, and I, cool. I cannot wait for them to reopen fully. Yeah, because that day is going to be two brothers, and then on the <laughs> drive back, have a nice little stop in Collier, get some Grist House, and then mm-hmm. keep driving into Oakdale to get Halicon. Yeah, mm. and then take it all home, and then don't talk to anybody for the rest of the day. <laughs> well, I, I feel like that's exactly how Adam likes it. <laughs> yes. You will probably pass out from that anyway. So oh, that's a guarantee. Smoke sweats. Yeah. yeah. Meat sweats and sleep and booze. Depends on how much you're getting, man. Get some ribs, get some chicken, get some pulled pork sammies. Dude, See, I, their smoked wings are so damn good. Yeah. <sighs> Not See, only that, but they're you guys are doing go it their, to me again. You're their poutine. <laughs> I, I love their poutine as well. Oh man. Yeah. Poutine's tight. Yeah. I enjoy poutine, but man, that puts me on the toilet so fast. Worth it. It's worth it. (laughs) It's like, you want to eat real bad? Eat whatever you want to have poutine. Yeah. Okay. You'll lose five pounds. Yeah. Clear your schedule. Clear your schedule. That's the real reason why you don't talk anyone for the rest of the day. (laughs) Pooping. Poutine gotcha. There's poo in the name. It's obvious. <laughs> Can't have poo without poutine. <laughs> That's right. I'm French Canadians. Any of they were doing. All right. Let's jump on back to yes. our beers. Obviously, I'm still drinking the cargo van by Four Points Brewing, West Coast IPA, Hot with Eureka, and Idaho 7. It's dank. It's bitter, but it's not overly piney. It's just a classic throwback to a style that I enjoy. Welcome back, West Coast IPAs. <laughs> we have missed you. <laughs> missed you. Yes, we. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, that is like a meme when you try to blend in places. <laughs> the world, the royal we is what I'm using. <laughs> but uh, I am glad that this beer is around uh, for the IPA drinkers. Uh, for the West Coasters, it's a good beer. Why you? You sound like a mayor of a small town where all beers are welcome. I am happy <laughs> this beer is here for the IPA drinkers of this great land. I, I am a uniter, Dennis. <laughs> to bring vote, us all together. Vote for me. <laughs> I may hate your beer, but I appreciate it for the style. That's right. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Highwood campaign. That'd be my campaign slogan. <laughs> For the <Hello>. style. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. That made my heart hurt, which I can take a baby aspirin, but, you know, I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking. All right. That's fine. <laughs> so, speaking of the baby shark, how was it? 
It was very good. Uh, so over time after drinking it, it, it was just refreshing. And like I said before, and I stand by it, it is a good beer that gives you a slight hoppy profile, some uh, aromatic characteristics, but it's still a very light and crushable beer. So that's why I appreciate about it. Right on. If and you've got gone. one more laying around, we'll talk after this. Hell yeah. We'll, uh, Look at we'll Adventurous Adam see. branching out, actually seeking out IPAs. Well, it's you, a parallel. It's a parallel. Let's not get too excited. Okay, here. fair <laughs> enough. But I mean, still, you also picked up the cargo, or you had the cargo van last week. Well, that wasn't necessarily for me. Yeah, yeah. But I bought it. It's on. It's on record. The credit <laughs> card company knows about it. Saving his receipts of every time he buys an IPA, <laughs> so he goes into a brewery. They're it's like, on record. Like, yeah, they're like, you don't like IPAs. I brought my receipt. I brought my papers. I got my papers. Got my papers. <laughs> I'm allowed to be here. <laughs> don't want to get thrown out of the Zeppelin. I've had one. <laughs> <laughs> every time Adam goes to dancing gnome, he has to bring his papers. <laughs> <laughs> no turkey. <laughs> Or I could just go down the street a little bit to Hitchhiker. Oh. Yes. Get the Agrio, their strawberry margarita goza. It's good. I like it. It's uh, it's tart, but not sour. Steve, I think this might be kind of something you'd be into. It's possible. Hmm. It's yeah, possible. A good, a good, you know, back porch drinker. It's, it's, it's good. Uh, I don't know that I would necessarily put it in the refreshing category. I don't believe that's what it's mm. going for. But yeah, because it's got it. You know, it's a. I don't know. Heavy's not the word for it, but it's very robust. <laughs> thank you. Yes, <laughs> a much better word. Just a lot going on. I mean, it's not a lot, but what they have, it's it's ten out of ten. I mm. like it. I yeah. Uh, I'm glad I I'm glad I had it in my fridge, and now I'm glad that I don't have it in my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> now it's what, in your uh, belly. <laughs> that's right. That beer sounds super unique. Like, what would if you were to pair that with like a food item? Like, what would you eat with that? Tacos. Probably a cheesecake. <laughs> a cheesecake. Adam's going cheesecake. Steve said tacos. <laughs> I don't know. know. I heard it. I heard it's a margarita goza, so I immediately go to tacos mm, that's or fair. nachos. That's fair. <laughs> you know, I will take you both up on that, and I guess I'll have to have tacos followed up by some cheesecake and have yeah. a beer. Yeah. That's why those come in four packs. <laughs> 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 One for each course. Mm. Oh god, that that would be like a four thousand calorie meal, like and? tacos. No, no, no. You say you've it. never done that before. I, it's it's not for the faint of heart, is what I'm saying. Because you have to finish it. You can't give up halfway through. <laughs> no quitters around here. That's right. No limping away from this one. <laughs> I've had meals stronger than COVID. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> Do not make a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> I might put it up on my secret Teespring shop. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you can do that. All I care, but but not not for the the public entity that is Hot Mason USA. Fair enough. Adam, Obviously, you... we have a, a corporate image to upkeep. Yeah. Right. How often do you check that stuff? Steve could just be going willy nilly and doing whatever he wants. You, I feel like you ain't checking. I, I pretty much showed Adam all of my T-shirt designs right. before I put them up. Not not for his approval but for his approval. <laughs> I right, just, you're going to do it anyways. Right. 
It's not for his approval whether or not it goes up. It's just for right. his approval that I made a good shirt. <laughs> ah, I need and some... he does. Yeah. Well, so you see the things that Steve allows you to see. <laughs> He's created this false right. reality of Steve shirts. <laughs> right. He doesn't know what's on the secret Teespring shop. <laughs> <laughs> and that I don't care about. <laughs> yeah, he has nothing to do with it. to like Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's his business. I don't... But I, I mean, I was on on uh, tpublic.com using the uh, the search word Hop Nation USA, all one word. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was on there and I bought stuff like a week ago, week Good. and a half ago. Nice. You got to support your, you know, the team. <laughs> right. Get a shirt, get a mug, get a pillow. Get a mask, get them all. Get a mask. But, uh, get a platypus. Or <laughs> right now. for your platypus. Yeah. For now, I'm going to go get another beer. Yes. Hell yeah. I too will be getting another beer. So we're going to take a little break. We'll come back with segment two. We're going to learn all about what Dennis has been up to while he's not been on the show, which is a lot. Oh, it's a lot. He's been up to <laughs> so much lot. stuff. Now yeah. I feel like I should have written stuff down. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll fi- we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, we'll be right back with segment two. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Welcome back to episode 174 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It's segment two, and I'm still here with my co-host, Adam. Uh, Yeah, I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You're still in your house. I'm still in my house. I have nowhere to be. And we're assuming still in his house, but we can't tell because he has the first sip backdrop that follows him everywhere is Dennis. That's it. I could be anywhere, man. I could be on the run. (laughs) from the law but when steve hits you up to jump on a podcast by all means you do it (laughs) you know it'd be really awesome if you could somehow bring up a quick disconnect for the for the top of your your banner and then you set up in a random brewery and just do a a quick reveal (laughs) that would be pretty cool but a lot of work and it's close to like cardio and i don't do cardio so when i get more employees we can do that say interns (laughs) interns i'm gonna i'm gonna need you to set this up but for no reason whatsoever take it down (laughs) (laughs) which is literally every internship ever (laughs) that is some real inspector gadget shit to just have all of that unfold and then drop down at once (laughs) yes (laughs) that would be pretty dope though go go gadget backdrop I feel like that would be much more expensive than what we paid for what we have. Well, uh, you got to make yourself more mobile. It's true. <laughs> ready to go. Just get, always get be myself ready. a pair of wheelies. Yeah. <laughs> Super mobile. Well, actually, you want to give Sammy the heelys. That way she can be, you know, doing pans and dollies, you know, very smooth. <laughs> Smart, smart. As, as she true. films you, it's true. <laughs> but we finally invested in a new, or not in a new gimbal, as in we had one in a gimbal. In a gimbal, yeah. yeah. But it was a nice one, so we're excited to put that together and try that out. Was it the Chinese one that uh, has the, um, like the the remote function? 
that will do pans on its own? It, at the bottom of the shaft, <laughs> it, it has like a little D-pad. Oh, fuck. That was kind of terrible. It has a D-pad okay. for it. But, I mean, it was originally like 450 But, you know, yeah. I, mean, I don't ever pay full price for anything. So I found it going on clearance at Best Buy on their website. But you, for whatever reason, I could only get it in the store on the website. So I did all that, and I got like $250 off of it. Hell, yeah. So, okay. That's how we's yeah. rolled. Nice. Open po- open box at Best Buy will do you good. <laughs> it even came with a nice, like, it's obviously not a Pelican case because that's right. probably more than what the gimbal is. I mean, you probably. don't own a Pelican, so it's no problem. Yeah, you don't know what I own. (laughs) If you owned a Pelican and I didn't know it by now, that's true. That's on you. That is true. I don't own a Pelican. I do have a platypus, though. (laughs) Nice. We should probably talk beer for a little bit here. That is true. Yeah, camera talk is over. (laughs) It's a whole other podcast. Mm -hmm. I I would. I, I wouldn't feel safe doing a camera podcast without having an 8k camera so not gonna do that an 8k camera yeah they're out there yeah it's probably like 30k they're out there it's probably insane they're out there just get some corporate sponsorship (laughs) sure sony they'll sponsor you Mm, black magic red one of those two right yeah uh with that in mind let's move on to the beer though no other okay. podcast but the beer podcast. This time I have the best weekly episodic Fiesta Wear. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> hey, Fiesta Wear. I have Fiesta Wear. I know. <laughs> I have Black is Beautiful by Cinderlands. Very nice. It's a stout. If you, for some reason, have not heard about the Black is Beautiful initiative or the beers that were produced, this is a collaboration with, well, quote collaboration with Weathered Souls out of Texas. And uh, they, Weathered Souls basically come up with the recipe, they put it out there, and then every other brewery was encouraged to copy it and then sell the beer with proceeds going to uh, any kind of charity that would benefit uh, people of color. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the Black is Beautiful by Cinderlands. And as far as I can tell, uh, the simplicity of this beer lets me kind of leans me in the direction that they just followed the recipe as is. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, there's a lot of variations on this out there. Some people didn't even do a stout. Uh, this is a 10% stout. So that's a real easy buy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't give a shit where the money goes to. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, give me that stout life. Give me that stout life. As long as it doesn't go to anything like alt-right, I'll be fine with. (laughs) Nefarious. Yeah. Well, mm, nefarious is, you know, subjective. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. If the money went to Proud Boys, I would say no. If the money went to Cobra's weather machine, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Band name called it. There's no way that can ever go wrong. Right. It's like, I don't know. Maybe. Let's hear them out. (laughs) Snakes are kind of cool. Let's see what they're thinking. (laughs) But uh, yes, this is a, it is a very good, good stout. It just as the base recipe, 
It's incredibly thick. It's incredibly heavy. Uh, I, I, again, like I said, it's pretty basic though. So you get a lot of chocolate bitterness, mm-hmm. but because it's, it's basic doesn't mean it's bad. Right. But it's also very thick and heavy. So yeah. Mm. Sounds like a good drinker. It is yeah. it's yummy. It's yummy. It's <laughs> beer wheelhouse wheelhouse beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next? Dennis, what are you drinking? Yeah, so what I have going on is a uh, terpenes pale ale from Abjuration. That's why I say it. Terpenes could be terpines. I have no idea. Can but I see the can I, again? What I do know, it is not terpeninis. Do not say that <laughs> because someone did say that and they were laughed at. Uh, from terpenes. I was like, what? I think well, that's what I'm going to call it now because that's awesome. Too far off. Uh, but it's a pale ale from Abjuration Brewing located in the Keys, Rocks, Pennsylvania, coming in at 4.2% ABV. Uh, terpenes is a organic plant compound. Um, I don't know like how they came up. Like where they got that organic plant compound, I don't know if that's something that could be derived from hops. Uh, but some of the research that I did on the uh, you know cannabis and hemp side, there's certain things that could create terpenes. So I don't know if that's something that they were going after on that end. But then I also found out a really fun fact that terpenes could actually be produced by insects. And abjuration is a really insane brewery. So maybe, but I don't want to go on the record like saying they definitely use insects in this beer or not. They did not. They did not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying you could. (laughs) Terpenes is what is responsible for the smell and odor of a lot of plants as well as insects. (laughs) But that's why it's so heavily associated with the the weed community Mm. because that'll give you, you know, the terpenes are what gives weed its weedy smell. Aha! I was on the right path. All right. right. I just got distracted by random facts about insects, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is uh, the brew. Really solid color. Um, not clear by any means. It actually has somewhat of a thickness uh, to it. Solid head retention. Let's get the nose. You definitely get the terpenes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely like that heavy, thick, aromatic odor. Um, I don't want to use odor when describing a beer, but that's what it was used in the definition of terpenes. Um, you could use the nose. Very good. It's very good odor. <laughs> the odiferous whatnots. Oh man, it's it definitely smells really, really tasty. Let's dip into this bad boy. Yeah, it's also. I mean, terpenes is associated with like self-defense oh, yeah. mechanisms by some plants. What? Mm, That's okay. what like they put out. The, they put out the odor to keep you from eating it, but that doesn't work with hops and weed. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say because if they made it to this drink, they need to step up their defense. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some weak ass plants. <laughs> so I'm just drinking a glass full of weak ass plants. No, I mean, but it's good, man. That 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 smell that you get that's normally associated with. Uh, cannabis and marijuana i feel like a fifth grade social studies teacher marijuana um <laughs> the devil's lettuce <laughs> the devil's lettuce it's it's definitely very thick um on the tongue like as soon as you drink it you definitely mm. get a lot of that but it, it's balanced it, what i can compare this to is unlike 
I guess the opposite of this would be the emperor. I don't know if you guys remember that from yeah. Belgian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was harsh. It was brash. <laughs> it was every. This is like if they would have put it into R and D for like another ten years, it would have made its way to being what Abjuration came yeah. up with, which is nice. a phenomenal beer. Yeah, the Emperor was one of the early. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think Lagunitas was probably the earliest version of right. using hemp in a beer, but like Emperor was, you know. Uh, they they didn't do it quite right, no. but I I didn't hate it either. On the nose, I thought Hemperer was phenomenal. Like it yeah. was, it it felt like someone was just rolling up right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just the back taste that yeah on that one that was real harsh. I think sweet I think Sweetwater has also really nailed it with their yeah Sweetwater did a good job. Yeah, the G thirteen series. Yeah, that's a, that's mm. a really good one too. Uh, yeah, it's funny though. Like terpenes is you know meant to be an odor deterrent mm-hmm. and it's also very similar to the way like chili peppers got hot to keep people from eating them but no right. people just ate them more <laughs> <laughs> even our own bodies are like you're gonna get heartburn and i don't care oh, worth yeah. it <laughs> yeah make it hotter <laughs> i've got nowhere to be tomorrow yeah, fuck you. <laughs> we even named them like reapers like reaper yeah. like mm-hmm. the, the the grim reaper of death and people are still like, that's my favorite pepper. <laughs> well, well, the, the even worse side of that is the fact that those peppers are engineered by us. Yeah. That's all, G- like, anything that I think goes that above, like, the ghost joclea mm. is, like, a, is, is a uh, pepper that's been GMO'd by us. Mm-hmm. We're, pe- yeah. we're purposely growing things hotter now. <laughs> it is insane. I mean, I enjoy it. Maybe nothing yeah. that hot, but. Uh... I do. I know. Steve. I know. I don't even know how your insides are like, maybe that's the key to a very long life. <laughs> it's just like torching your insides. No, no. I just <laughs> give it the opportunity said, no, to rest. It's not though. No, I just think it's <laughs> genetics that I'm generally unkillable. <laughs> that is why you cannot live amongst normal society. That's right. You must be in the mountains, in the woods. <laughs> I hide in the woods. Just eat my hot peppers. <laughs> Anytime like hunters in the woods, they see like pepper stems. Like oh. Steve is near. We got to get out of here. <laughs> all, you, <laughs> all you hear is stouts. <laughs> like, and they have to leave you like offerings of stouts, <laughs> or else you will trail them back to their camp. And murder stouts for the stout family. gods. <laughs> Leave stout. <laughs> oh man, we love tangents. Hell yeah. Adam, what are you drinking? <laughs> wow. So I uh, I guess I'm the one that uh, went the furthest for this episode. I went all the way to Bethel Park uh, for some Spoonwood. Damn dog. Uh, and uh, I didn't even buy it. Uh, this is the Cinnamon Ghoul. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Guess what it is. It's pumpkin beer with cinnamon. Yeah. Um, so, I'm pretty sure we've had that on the show in the past. When we were actually there. We had it. When we were set up at Spoonwood, I'm pretty sure we had it. Yeah. Oh, well, it's back. Yeah. This time in taster form. <laughs> <laughs> taster form. <laughs> uh, shout out to my friend, Derek. He, uh, he was able to supply a little bit for me. So thank you, That's Derek, awesome. for helping a brother out. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> How is the 2020 version of the Cinnamon Ghoul? It's good. It's good. I... I must say that I <laughs> what you just yelled. It's good. It's good. 
<laughs> and a long you're, sigh afterwards. You're, you're overly exasperated yeah. on the show sometimes. I am, but it, well, I'm exasperated at myself. It has nothing to do with the beer. Because <laughs> for me, I already know that I, the next step that I would want to take with this is have a nice little brown sugar and cinnamon rim on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have that. Oh. Okay, I see what happened there. Yes. So I, I am mad at myself. It has nothing to do with you or the beer. So said. Okay, <laughs> got it. So <laughs> the, the way it came off, it was like, you know, college days, one night stand. You're like, hey, we're never going to see each other again. <laughs> but what I want to know is, was it good? And then she goes, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> could have used the sugar rim. <laughs> I'm more exasperated at myself. <laughs> so eloquent. So, yeah, the Cinnamon Ghoul was on the show almost okay. exactly 100 episodes ago. Are you wow. serious? Yeah, it was episode 79 that we did with uh, Spoonwood oh. and, and Steve in the back room. Shit, all right. Yeah, so 105 episodes. Well, no. Go yeah. the other way. Yeah, gotta go the other way. Math is hard, yo. <laughs> Especially after some black is beautiful. Yeah, that's a heavy beer. That's a thick, mm-hmm. that's a thick one. My math, See, is, my math is the first thing to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think you can uh, chalk that one up to goldfish brain. It's been 100 episodes. That's true. We're into the part now of the show where we have to Google search everything. Right. Because I'll also tell you what, last week with mm-hmm. the, the lavery... That was also on the show. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. And that that one that one dated back a couple years. Also very early, pre one hundred. Damn. Oh, all right. I don't because, feel bad about that. Then. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's fine. Yeah, everything pre one hundred is fair game. But uh, <laughs> that episode, uh, I believe Dennis was on. Oh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How long ago do I date? <laughs> like, you date back was- to. You date back to like almost episode 52 or something. 52. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You were, because I think you were one of our first guests that we had on. Yeah. If not sooner, you might've been mm-hmm. like episode 35. <laughs> That's crazy how fast time flies, man. Yeah. On top of that, you have been on the show on and off for a very long time. Right. You also actually haven't been on the show in a, in a minute. You've been right. very busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Been it has been busy. insane. I've been, I mean, if you don't follow First Sip Brewbox, obviously follow First Sip Brewbox at First Sip Brewbox on all of the social media. But uh, you can follow Dennis's adventures as well. But I think let's start with one of the thing, first things that I remember you doing after the last episode you were on is that you announced your own Black is Beautiful collaboration. Yes. With, uh, you, you have one coming out with Harris, Family Brewers, right? Absolutely. So we, the initial one that we did from way back when, uh, so our first Black is Beautiful collaboration we did with Couch Brewing and Abjuration. The guys that are, that made the terpenes, uh, Pale Ale, that I'm drinking and enjoying right now. Uh, so we did that one. Phenomenal uh, time hanging out with all those guys. Um, the second one that we did maybe a little over a month ago was with um, – the Harris Family Brewery, which is Pennsylvania's first black-owned brewery, and out of Harrisburg, and Free Will Brewing, 
for all you guys and girls out there listening on audio form, I am pointing at my hat, which is a free will brewing hat. Uh, so we were able to hang out down there. We were super ambitious with that one. We were literally doing something that has never been done before. And we knew it was ambitious um, to the point where we actually got a hold of Weather Souls in Texas and asked them, one of the founders of uh, this, um, this worldwide and, and nationwide collaboration, Black is Beautiful, saying, hey, we're going way out in the right field on this. Is this okay? Like, we got their approval and everything first before really, you know, just doing our own thing. And they were like, go with it. So John, uh, one of the founders of Free Will Brewing, is a mad scientist. So he got a hold of a yeast strain that is like a newer made, however you make a yeast strain. Um, (laughs) Actually, because yeast is life. I don't even know what you're doing to make. It was something that hasn't really been used in beer before. And then if that wasn't enough, on top of that, we were doing a sour stout. What? So we're making a sour beer uh. stout form. I know. <laughs> no, no, I'm in it. I'm, I'm look, in it for this one. Look, so we did all this, had a great time, hung out together, visited some local breweries. It's one thing to know someone, you know, via social media and just meet them at different events and, you know, network with them. It's another thing, spending 15 hours just drinking with that person. <laughs> and John made sure we were definitely drinking the entire 15 hours, like for sure. It was a great time. So we did that, and then just fast forward a little bit. Um, unfortunately, they, that beer, because it was so unpredictable, did produce some off flavors. And John being like the stand-up guy he is, he was like, oh, doesn't meet our you know, Q&A, so we can't, we're not going to put this out there. So they're, they're bashing, you know, getting rid of that, and now we're, we're somewhat going back to the drawing board. And look, I'm okay with it. It gives me another reason to go back out there and hang out with those guys <laughs> again. So it's kind of like the equivalent of someone, you know, you spend the night in someone's house, and you're like, oh, I have to go back. I left my uh, socks there or my keys or my purse. I have to come back over, <laughs> you know. So it's kinda, Oh, you got Xbox? <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. The, the difference is this just costs you know, $10,000 to do that. <laughs> you know, we're just ballparking it. Um, but it was a super great experience. Um, and just kind of, you know, on that same trip when we went out to central Pennsylvania, which Free Will Brewing is located in Percocet, PA, which is about 30, 40 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Um, initially we went there, we hung out with, uh, Luke of evil genius. We had him on our, um, video series, the daily sip. And Luke was one of the first five breweries, evil genius to actually, uh, be featured in our brew box. He was like, Mm -hmm. Hey man, like early on 2016, he was like, I like what you guys are doing. I'm all about it. What do you need from me? And like, we you know, got some stuff together and it was cool, you know, four, four and a half years later, to actually meet in person after, you know, just kind of rooting for each other's success all these years. Um, so we were doing a daily sip down on location and literally as we were going over the black is beautiful beer, they come over and we had to cut the episode short because protests broke out. Um, and they were starting to shut down, uh, the city of Philadelphia. And they told us before the last time this happened, they locked everything down and our hotel was outside of Philly. So we would have been stranded with nowhere to go. Um, 
So definitely tune into that episode, The Daily Sip. It was a couple ago that we did with Evil Genius. Literally, we hung out with Luke for a couple hours. And then once we did the episode, eight minutes in, shit hit the fan. <laughs> and we had to break everything down and, and scoot back or else we could have been stuck there. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm okay with sleeping in my car, but I don't want anything to happen to Sammy. <laughs> right. We could have slept in a brewery too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we could have. <laughs> you have a fucking sleepover. You order some pizzas real quick. You have a pizza party. It's all. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Luke would have been down with that too. He's super, super chill, dude. <laughs> <laughs> got to do what you got to do, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Just, just to jump back, uh, quick for a second. I think it's cool. Like, I mean, you said you guys are going to go back and try again with another batch. But I think that's one of the cool things about the Black is Beautiful initiative is that unlike the other past collaborations, like for the Campfire and the Resilience IPA, like this one can just be released anytime and people are continuous. Right. Like you, you can find articles all the time of like new ones mm -hmm. being released. So I like that. I dig it. I like 100%. that about it. No, and you raise a good point, Steve, because John was even saying – he doesn't want to just do something once. So the idea was whichever beer, you know, makes it through fermentation and, and passes uh, quality assurance, we're going to barrel some of that too and do multiple releases nice. of said beer. Because right. the whole point was to keep the conversation going. We don't want mm -hmm. this to just be a flavor of the month and one and done. And then it turns into black is vertical. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome for the marketing. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, God, which is another future episode that we uh, had put together and already did um, where we had 28 different Black is Beautiful that we yeah. collected from around the country. That's going to be insane. You that didn't, was I insane. Did, so you didn't drink them all in one session, did you? Yep. Oh, but thanks. there was like seven of us. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, you know. thanks, thanks for the invite, but you know. It wasn't up to me, Steve. I didn't put all the beers together. <laughs> Turns out we hate fun, no, no. Steve. And honestly, Steve, your name came up um, at one point. So if someone wasn't able to make it, you were that next person getting an invite. And then everyone was worried because I can't stand up like where we were mm -hmm. <laughs> so you would have been just in in as much pain as me <laughs> what were you guys drinking in a hobbit hole <laughs> it was, uh, you know it was an undisclosed i don't want to give out too much of it before we posted but it was definitely a space that was made for adam adam it was made for adam i understand made for us <laughs> it, was, it was probably you know one of those uh homes built you know world war ii yeah. You know, a bunker <laughs> no, no it's just like any home that you find in like the south hills or like mm -hmm. other parts of pittsburgh are just like built for like very tiny world war ii people yeah tiny yeah. world war ii people <laughs> that's what they were hey man i don't know about you but that does sound like a dope ass like shirt or beer name or glass you could be tiny world war ii people, war II people. Like, <laughs> i would for sure but it just have it be like a half size pint glass or yes that, that is a vfw beer for sure that sounds <laughs> amazing that is a that is nothing but a pilsner. writing that down yeah that's Happy nothing World but War a pilsner people that's nothing but a pilsner <laughs> nothing but a pilsner <laughs> all right dennis so on top of your travels out to the east part of pennsylvania you also traveled across the border 
and you went into New Jersey. Not, <laughs> not yet, but soon. So if you are uh, listening to this on Friday, as you should, we would be in uh, New Jersey the following Friday. The following oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so that's coming up where we're going to be hanging out with In Hops We Trust, um, which is a similar company, Steve pointed this out, as to Port in Pennsylvania, Port in PA, uh, where they do, but they are more national. Um, so they go all over the country and doing, you know, different documentary series and things like that. Uh, we just about a year ago, you know, Sammy, re- they reached out to us, Sammy, you know, nurtured that conversation. Uh, it highlighted the fact that, you know, I kind of took for granted how great the craft beer industry is in Pennsylvania, how likely everyone is to help each other. Um, not every single state's like that. And they were telling us, like, you know, obviously the breweries there, they're still, you know, civil to each other. Like, no one wants to see each other fail, but there's also not that collab- as much of the collaborative spirit that we find here in Pennsylvania and other various states. Um, so we're kind of going there on an olive branch mission to really, you know, do a lot of cool stuff. And, and have multiple breweries and meteries on the same brew box. We're going to be doing daily sips at different places. Like, really, uh, and this will be the first time for us doing all this stuff out of state. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it definitely shows getting out there a little bit more, which we're really proud to share the story of these small businesses. That's why we started really doing what, you know, what we do now. It's because of the small businesses out there and how they always get overlooked. Hmm. Like I made a comment earlier this episode, if it makes it past uh, QC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, I made a comment saying that if it's not the first four or five things that pop out in the Google search for whatever the category is, it tends to get overlooked. So whenever um, WPXI or whoever uh, released something, I think a year or two ago, um, I got really upset that they only featured the biggest breweries in and around Pittsburgh. I was literally drafting a letter uh, to send to them saying, hey, there's so many other small businesses. I get that you can't feature everybody on there, but there should be some semblance of balance between you know, the big guys and the little guys out there. And then I crumbled up the letter, threw it away and said, you know what? I don't need to ask someone else to do this. We will do this ourselves. And the <laughs> do daily it my own damn born. self. Yeah. The daily sip was born when that happened. And that kind of opened up a lot of avenues for us to get out there and share the stories of other small businesses. Yeah. That's awesome. And you guys like were already on site a lot of the time because you're right. talking you're talking with businesses and that gives you advantage over, you know, a lot of other I would say like podcast entities like, you know, Adam and I is that you have a business attached to yours. So you right. have a reason to be on site. Mm-hmm. And this, this is something that we touched on with Jason Sarcone two weeks ago. He was talking about brands starting podcasts for themselves. Right. To do exactly what you just said and to put out what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you, 100%. yeah, you already have your brand going and now you're adding you one give a reason for people to believe in you as a brand because you're featuring small business, but you also give people, you know, an idea about small businesses out there. So like you feature inner groove, they are, you know, they're, they're smaller, they're lesser known. I would say, you know, I think that's fair to say they're lesser known than oh, yeah. grist house, sure. you know, than a grist house that always gets featured or a hitchhiker that gets talked about a lot or a dancing gnome that has a lot of hype around it. Right, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, no, you definitely raise a, a good point, Steve, and that's why that's exactly why we do what we do. And the tie in we wanted to do like a holistic approach too and and do episodes with people that are in the brew box. And so with some crystals. Of this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and crystals. And crystals. Uh, <laughs> so the folks that are in the brew box, like for two reasons. One, we wanted to give folks a platform when they're receiving the brew box to go and learn more, uh, you know, directly from the CEO and founder of that company right mm-hmm. on, you know, our YouTube platform. But also what this is an un- unintended um, benefit of this, the folks that I would traditionally have just, you know, maybe had a phone call with or, you know, a couple emails. I start that real relationship with that person because we sit down and we talk for a couple of hours, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes before we even start recording, then we have a show together, then we have a beer afterwards. I, I really get bonded to um, that, that creating that relationship with that small business for the rest of my life. I want to see them succeed. And we, you know, I, I just think that's cool. And that's something it would have been impossible for me to achieve without creating something like what you guys have and the daily sip. Yeah. And, and, to jump back a little bit to what you were talking about earlier is you said like this trip to New Jersey is going to be kind of the first time that you're out of state, Mm -hmm. but like the brewery, you have featured breweries out of state before, right? but this is the first time you're going to have that chance to do exactly what you're talking about is sit down and, you know, do these daily sips and talk to people and then you get to better know the breweries. And then you can also put that out, to help your customers know what those breweries are like as well. So it gives, it gives a spotlight for people. If you're traveling to New Jersey, I guess (laughs) (laughs) if you're passing through, (laughs) New Jersey's nice. Stop bagging on New Jersey. I'll I'll have some good things to say after our experience or beer scene, then I'll (laughs) come back on and report. (laughs) Uh, We like, we like ship bottom. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do like ship bottom yeah we like ship bottom it's fine i'll say what i want <laughs> but but this is but it is your you know it is a chance to actually get outside of the state and now you can feature somebody you know outside of the state whereas you know i guess as people in pa and we know you but we also have a general idea of all the breweries in pa you know at right. least a good idea there are still some that I'm sure are hiding in the Pennsylvania area that we don't oh, know yeah. about. Where there's no internet or anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I ain't got no interwebs. <laughs> Just insulted his whole family and where he's from. <laughs> they have moonshine, though. Yeah. <laughs> bathtub yeah, line. pretty much in the bathtub. So I did want to ask, is the, the, the Jersey box, is that going to be marketed as the Jersey box? Uh, like, is there going to be some sort of uh, social media push on that as well? Or is that just the, the next one that's coming in line? How is that, that going to work? That's, that's a good point, Adam. And Sam and I have talked about this. We think on a couple ads that we may run through social media, we may, you know, focus on that topic. But as far as, you know, the website's concerned and our branding, we want to keep it in line and not, you know, kind of confuse people with, the, gotcha. oh, did I only get this if I live here? Like, Mm-hmm. kind of stuff um so we're not gonna do anything officially like on the website but you may see some specific social media posts um leaning you know leaning into that cool because i could definitely see that as something you know in terms of expansion if you're able to get five or six individual states that border pennsylvania and kind of have a 
you know, a West Virginia box and a Maryland box and a Jersey box. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at the West Virginia box. I'm like, <laughs> what would be in there? <laughs> like just what, a bunch oh, of acorns. <laughs> what, what one brewery would be in there? <laughs> How far is Greenbrier? That's all <laughs> no. And then every, you know, everyone has that pride of, you know, where they live, the state that they live mm-hmm. in all that good stuff. So I could definitely see us being able to focus on that. We may have been able to dial into that a little bit more, but 2020 was just a shit show. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah. had everything planned out to, you know, quarter way through 2021 with who we were featuring, what we were doing. And then when marketing budgets for every business dried up because they couldn't even open their doors. Yeah. Um, now we're just pivoting and doing what, you know, what we can and what makes sense and what still delivers value to our subscribers and the folks that we feature in the brew box. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to play like a bunch of backdoor, you know, behind the curtains stuff, but if you had the proper marketing budget, you could definitely run a New Jersey specific ad for people in New Jersey then you can run a bordering state ad for people who border New Jersey who should learn about that. And then you can just still run your general ad mm-hmm. right. of, you know, hey, for sit brew box. I heard like four different ads in there and that, or, yeah, no, we can't afford that. Right, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not you know, each one would have to have so much just to get traction. Right. Yeah. Cause you, you know, on it, it, but it's all, it's all audience targeting. Right. No, you're a hundred percent right. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's something you could do again, like Dennis was saying, not everybody's marketing budget is, can do that right at the moment. Like our marketing budget can't do any of that because we don't have a marketing budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's something, something for other people to think about. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, as far as some of the other stuff that since the last time we really got to come on to hang out, one thing I did want to show in person is our, I know you guys, if you're listening out there, you can't see this, but we actually won a national uh, craft beer marketing award, which is a, a new um, organization that comes up. Uh, last year was the first year of it. And we won a gold crushy award, which is a arm crushing a beer can hashtag, you know, crushy really, really solid, heavy award. Um, and it was for best original storytelling. And we're definitely so happy to have won that. Uh, that gave us a lot of, you know, added credibility to help our business grow. But nothing is luck. Everything is just the amount of work that you put into it and you put it out there and you create kind of like controlled serendipity, um, which is really unique. And that kind of led into this coming year. So in 2021, I was actually selected and reached out to, to be a judge on the Craft Beer Marketing Award. So I would actually be judging um, other companies to win the same national award that I won as well, which is super cool. Um, you can, uh, we, as first at Brewbox, we can still submit for an award. It's just, obviously I would recuse myself from that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you can't category. judge that one. <laughs> yeah. right. No, this one good. I promise. <laughs> but what You're you wearing can't. a first sit Brewbox shirt. No, I'm not. I just, like, nah. <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> you know, so that, you know, that's super cool. Um, if I happen to produce 
a commercial for abjuration, though, I will not <laughs> tell you that I did it. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Hi, hey, I'm man. the third party that can link you two together. <laughs> hey, you know, I'll it, take care of the dirty work. Dude, we're just going to pull a paps. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we ain't got the money to do it, so we just, it's all about who you know at that point. Yeah. <laughs> a low budget paps. So. Yeah. Paps. So paps. <laughs> yeah. That's really great though. Cause I I mean, it just hit me. It just hit me. That was, that was actually pretty good. That was pretty hang good. It, hang it. That was good. Yeah. That is really good though. That uh, you guys got some recognition within the industry, like, especially cause it's you know, right out the box with that first year of the awards. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can watch that. You can watch that video you guys put together on your YouTube channel. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, you know, that's pretty cool that you, you know, right out the box, you know, of all the people who submitted, because I know most of those awards, a lot of them were like can design and things like that. Right. But you guys had a story that you told that, you know, really, it was a good story and you Mm -hmm. captured a lot of people with it. So yeah. Congratulations. on Yes. Congratulations. Absolutely. Thank you guys. First of many, I'm sure. Working on it. <laughs> Just still playing that game. We're in between being broke and uh, having a little paper. So, like, like everything else in my life, we just live in that gray area, man. Depends on what day of the month you ask. <laughs> yep. It depends what all we have to, you know, if what all we have to get done for the business. Like, another thing that we, we just put out our first um, piece of glassware outside of what we did a couple of years ago that we still – had a little bit in stock and we finally, you know, rolled through all that. But this one's like our own original design really in capturing what 2020 is all about. It's the hop that we've been using in a lot of our designs, uh, but wearing a gas mask mm-hmm. um, because what says 2020 more so than that, you know, and then our, our logo on the back and like gold flaked um, lettering on a Libby uh, pint glass. So super pumped about that. We think that one's going to do really well as far as, you know, helping get our brand out there. And so people can have something else original that they can enjoy. Cause I know there's a lot of stuff out there these days, which I don't know how some companies get away with literally taking someone's likeness and putting it on. You sell out before you get the cease and desist. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like I have an answer. Yeah, I have an answer. It's, because I feel like in craft beer, you see that a lot, like a lot oh, of yeah. appropriation mm-hmm. of culture, yep. like a lot of stuff. And it just gives me like, and everything since we start. well, the reason why we got led to this was because of COVID. COVID forced us to pivot into our own in-house original designs where we hire local artists. Um, we have a couple that we go through that we mm-hmm. have a vision. They put it together. Steve's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we put it out there because I just didn't, it just didn't sit well with me, you know, taking someone else's like this, tossing on a pint glass, making money, you know, on that person. Yeah. All right, Dennis. So what can we expect from First at Brewbox coming up in the future? Oh, that's a good question, Steve. So the next thing that we have coming up on our agenda, um, obviously, since all events are kind of nixed in the butt, uh, the one thing we have is what we spoke about earlier, heading out to New Jersey. We're going to get tons of content that we're going to be bringing back to everyone from there. Um, We also have a new series that we put together on the Daily Sip, uh, where I actually sit down with a registered dietitian that's big in the craft beer. So we've already recorded one episode, got to put that one out. 
uh, because just my own personal journey with, and you guys know too, doing what we do, being in the industry, you tend to drink a lot more mm-hmm. than the average Joe, right? You are drinking so, your calories. Yeah. So it started hitting me last year, late um, 2019. I was like, man, I don't have the stamina I used to have. I don't feel great. And like, I'm just gaining weight, like it's going out of style. <laughs> so then I went ahead and put the right moves in place, been focusing a lot on physical fitness the past, you know, 10 or so uh, months. So I decided, okay, I'm in the reason why I made that decision, I will never stop drinking, you know, barring, you know, my liver's fucked and I have to, or else I will die. Uh, outside of that, I will never stop enjoying craft beer. It's just a, a part of my life at this point. It's a hobby. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy socializing. I enjoy the people that make it all that good fun stuff. But what I will do, what I have been doing is figuring out the right moves in life to put in place so I can still balance it out. So I'm kind of not burning it from both ends. I was like, if I'm having this discussion with myself, like trying to figure this out, there has to be other people out there in the same boat. So why don't I do something to try to help, you know, deliver, you know, free content and try to help people make those decisions. So I, you know, met with a registered dietitian. We sat down, had him on episode of the Daily Sit. We talked about the calorie ranges in different beers, um, what beers are healthier than others, and the different types of like working out that you would need to do to balance a high carb, higher sugar diet and like things like that. So that was just the first episode and we're gonna do more targeted focused series in the future. It's, it, I, it was very mind blowing to me. Nowadays, if you have over 20 plus locations, it's mandated by health guidelines that you have to have the ability to produce nutritional information. Craft beer is kind of like the wild, wild west. There's no one, almost no one putting that information out there. So we were looking to get together content and package it in such a way so people could just know what they're doing. Like if you're out there slamming like super heavy beers, you know, Starbucks latte territory, that's fine. Just know what you're doing that. Like we're Mm -hmm. not saying don't do that. It's just, you know, I know that there's other people out there in the same boat that I was in. Like how do you make a better choice and not give up like one of your hobbies? Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to let us know when that uh, when that episode drops because I'm very interested in that. <laughs> so is my belt. <laughs> I'm not so interested. I know what I'm doing to myself, <laughs> which is why I brought back up the Black is Beautiful by Cinderlands. <laughs> There's no way this isn't 400 calories, if no. not more. But it's but so good. It fucking is. ten percent. It's ten percent of nightmares and sugars. You know, <laughs> it's fantastic. But you'll, you'll be happy to know there's actually a lot of vitamins and everything in beer itself. Sure, whatever. And I don't care. I, I, just say, man. <laughs> Steve does not care. He should. <laughs> look, that, that study comes out, like, that study comes out once every month or every two months when news cycles are cold. They mm. say beer is good uh. for you, and then the very next one is beer is bad for you, and then wine is good for you. Wine is bad for you. Eggs good. Eggs bad. It's the same shit over and over. It's all about moderation, but I don't right. care about moderation. I'm trying to get out by 55. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, that's, that's my boy's retirement plan, out oh. by 55. <laughs> trying to get out by 55. So. <laughs> In the meantime, this. though, yes, back to this Black is Beautiful by Cinderlands. It's a really good stout. 
I wish I had 28 different versions to compare it against. <laughs> But would I be don't. pretty sweet. <laughs> would have been pretty sweet. There's some great ones, but there also was some not so great ones. <laughs> well, you know, hey, that's everything in life. <laughs> Dude, I will say this real quick: the best one, the best of the lot, and I don't want to give away like brewery names because we haven't released that yet. But it was the can, the Crowler can. It was a gold fucking Crowler can with the someone wrote in Sharpie what the beer was on the side of it. That was the best one. Okay, it just blew my mind. <laughs> It was handwritten. It wasn't even an actual label. Someone wrote on it. <laughs> right That's on. awesome. <laughs> nice. All right. So well, to the beer uh, that you are drinking, though. <laughs> yeah, Dennis, Adam, what are you? Adam, Dennis. Oh, for me, sure. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Dennis, you can go. You already got it up. So the Turpines uh, Pale Ale from Terpenes. Absor- Terpenes. Terpenes. Dude. Terpenes. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. definitely not terpenes. No, we're not talking not turtle turtle wings. <laughs> I hear they love pizza. Um, <laughs> so terpenes pale ale from Abjuration Brewing. Uh, it was phenomenal, man. That glass has been empty for a little bit now. Uh, at first, you you were I don't want to say overwhelmed by the flavor profile. It was comfortable. It was really good. And then as you drank it, like your body just, your, your, your palate just got used to it. And before you know it, you just crushed it and it was gone. So it was good. Right on. Uh, yeah, for me, the, uh, the Spoonwood Cinnamon Ghoul, also gone, empty, just a little taster. But uh, good beer, good pumpkin beer, good, a good bit of cinnamon on it. Obviously, I, I also enjoy a brown sugar cinnamon rim on it. That's <laughs> okay. Know. That's my own fault. But the beer stands on its own. It does not need that. Uh, if, uh, if you like a good pumpkin beer that has some good, you know, cinnamoniness to it, I think it's a word. Yeah, sure. It I'm is now. It is now. Yeah. Uh, go to Spoonwood. Pick up a growler. Right on. I don't, I don't believe they have it in cans. I believe it's growler only. Oh. Uh, I know Spoonwood does can, which is nice. Yeah. That's sometimes. very nice. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> all right well we're gonna come back with segment three and we're gonna have more beer and we're gonna have a game so we'll see you then i'm ready to lose (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to episode 174 of the hob nation usa podcast it's segment three and that means it's time for a little bit of fun but of course i'm still joined by my co-host adam still here our guest, Dennis, for a sip still, box. Still here, bugaboos. All right, Dennis. Do you want to lead us off this segment with what beer you're drinking? Absolutely, guys. So this is another one that uh, we picked up from Evil Genius when we were down uh, visiting the brewery. I just love this name so much. As I saw it, uh, as I was picking out which beers made the team to drink on this wonderful podcast episode, uh, just took me back. Stacy's mm. mom. Because, you know, oh, she's got it going on. <laughs> she's got it going on. And just, you know, and that's what I was talking with Luke about. Like, a lot of these are just so nostalgic. Like, when you're in the store looking to pick it up, you see something like that, you're going to grab it. Uh, this one specifically, it's a Citra IPA coming in at uh, 7.2% ABV, uh, 85 IBUs. So this is going to be a little bit more bitter on the hop spectrum. Maybe not for someone like Steve and I, uh, but Adam probably would 
wouldn't have this more than once, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll check it out. We'll check it out. That would be 0% bueno. Yeah, so you can definitely tell that the beer industry is run by millennials. Uh, just <laughs> just going off of any evil genius reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely a little bit of a uh, darker color, not, not extremely cloudy in there. Malty on the nose. Oh, yeah. You get a sweet maltiness up front carried through uh, by a solid hot profile on the back end. Not as bitter as I would traditionally like it, but I think it's very well balanced with the uh, malt profile. So I'm definitely digging this beer. I will say Stacy's mom has got it going on. Can I can I uh, interject for a moment? Uh, if you're listening to this uh, audio, whatever we post the YouTube video for this, go back to this section and watch Dennis drink this beer because it, it just shows a moment of inner peace. <laughs> just tranquility. <laughs> Whenever he took that first sip, it was magical. Wait, wait to sell the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was true. You saw it, Steve. Yeah, no. Audio on a Friday, YouTube on a Monday. Check it mm -hmm. out. <laughs> Just that, that, that pure contentment on his face. Because I love maltiness. And when you find that happy medium between maltiness and still getting hit with some hops, it's a yes. good balance. Yes. Life is good. Yeah. I'm not always for beers that are overly malty. But if it hits a good balance, I'm very mm -hmm. happy with mm. Or if it hits, you know, extra hop, I'm fine with. But like that in between is very, very, very tranquil. <laughs> mm -hmm. Adam, what are you drinking? So I, uh, I'm also going out to the other side of the state. Uh, I've got something from Fegley's Brew Works. Ooh, this is their Steel Steel Garden Blastberry Wit, huh? Which is a Belgian wit beer uh, yeah. with cranberry and pomegranate. Mm. So very good for the old uh, urinary tract. All right, cool. <laughs> Clear with the UTIs. That's right. Get and, a little uh, Belgian in you. <laughs> Everybody's happy on the inside. Yeah. But uh, here it is poured out, of course. Ooh, yeah, turn that glass around. You got that? You got that, that logo camera front. <laughs> <laughs> I know who pays the bills around here. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> These lights about to get turned off. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but uh, it's a little mellower than a uh, a wit beer. It's mm. it's doesn't even get into a, a tart territory. I think the the cranberry and the pomegranate kind of smooths things out a little bit. If you're not a fan of cranberry and pomegranate, proceed with a little bit of caution. But I have no problem with either one of them. So they are, they are there. They are not overpowering, but they are definitely in the complementary category. But it, between the wit, the, the pomegranate, and the cranberry, I think they all kind of blend fairly well to just a, just a nice third-segment beer. Just a mm. good, easy drinker. Okay, so you're coming it's in solid. for a soft landing. Yes, yes. It's going to be a long runway and calm winds. Right on. I'm blasting off. <laughs> oh my god the transition is perfect wait and it's hard to blast off after you just had a black is beautiful 10 percent abv stout you would think so <laughs> uh this guy. I, I mean that that is definitely the thrust rockets that gets you out of the atmosphere 
Steve trying to go to bed early tonight <laughs> or keep the party going until early in the morning. <laughs> this one goes to the break of dawn. Um, this is the Sofa Commando from Couch Brewery. It is their Mexican style stout. I believe it's new for this year. Mm-hmm. It, I believe it, so. Like, I mean, looking at it untapped, it like has like no information and only a hundred check-ins. So I'm assuming it's new for this year. <laughs> uh, it is a very spicy, spicy stout. Mm. I'll, I'll put it up front. Like if you're weak with like spices, maybe steer clear. Cause I really feel like they did some habanero magic in this mm. one. I'm guessing. Uh, but also it is up front. One of the most cinnamon-ishest beers. <laughs> like there, there is a huge, pump of cinnamon like very front forward like even more so than that f2 cinnamon toast crunch beer that they oh did. wow mm-hmm. yeah this one is all cinnamon and then it just melds into a spiciness so it's not like it's not like drinking fireball thank fuck god <laughs> <laughs> words to live by yeah. like what we did off of an ice sculpture Right, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, it, it's like very cinnamon up front, and then it molds into whatever spicy pepper they put into this, and then it tapers into just a nice dark roasty stout. Mm. Like, like wow. it, we, I know we say this time and again among like our friends, but I don't know how much we've said it on the show. Couch's stout game is highly underrated. I agree. Because Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, and this one is like a complete knockout the park. Damn, um, I gotta get me some of that. <laughs> I'm happy you, you got some because I know you were like, I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> well, that's because I because I know Couch's stout game is on point, so I have to, you know, like we we found that we found that out pretty early having their tiki torch. You and I, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, when we did our first episode of Couch, we had tiki torch, and that was our coconut stout. Yeah, and then every season around November they do a blackout event. Although this year, it's going to be <laughs> this year it's going to be back in black. <laughs> yeah, something else. Uh, so parties to not be named do not send any more cease and desist orders. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's back in black this year, not blackout, but it will be a stout event. And you know, check it out because Couch does not get enough credit for their stouts. I this one, this one is knock it out the park. Uh, we had the, I don't know if we had it on this show or if it was like on the Eric Mechanic podcast. Mm. Uh, but we had the ten W forty Mexican style stout. I believe right. that was on the Eric McKenna yeah. podcast. But it, it was made with Carolina Reapers. Uh, it was oh, nowhere. Yeah. It was nowhere near as spicy as this beer. Uh, but this one is also more flavorful with that giant cinnamon punch. So yeah, it just sounds good. Like, how hot are we talking, Steve? Like, is it obviously someone like you? It's not going to be overpowering, um, but is it like a shock to the system that the beer's that hot? Or is it like if you what? What's the other one that was just ridiculous? That Molotov cocktail that Evil no. Twin did? No, that was just trash. That wasn't even a, <laughs> that wasn't even a stout or a pepper beer. That was just garbage. I think. Uh, I think um, I went off of the name Molotov cocktail. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. It was a spicy one. <laughs> no, I'm honestly trying to think of another beer. Um, this is 
honestly pretty comparable to the habanero sculpin. Mm, oh, point. Okay. Even, there even, we go. even though they're completely different styles, right. it's about the same because like you have a lot of heat just sitting on your lips. Aha. Okay. So, All right. You are yeah. selling me on this. Yeah. No, I'm digging it, man. That, I definitely need to get some now. That's that's why I'm pretty sure they went the habanero route on this one because like a Carolina throwing a bunch of Carolina Reapers in there might have been either too overpowering or just you know too costly, right? As that's not cheap at all. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. like habanero and Scotch bonnet kind of fall in that space of spicy but not mm-hmm. too expensive. <laughs> yeah. And still ton, you're not sacrificing any flavor. Like no. they're still super fruity, flavorful peppers. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, they, I mean, they don't have any information. Listen, but from what I'm getting, I'm guessing habanero. Cause it is, it is, a, it is a Pisces boy. Ooh, that uh, sounds good, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to get a hold of some of that for, yeah. For you two guys, you guys can definitely handle this. Mm. Proceed with caution if you think habaneros are too much. Or if you think jalapenos are too much, proceed with caution. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I know, I know the, uh, the range you're working in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you live your life in habanero territory, like on the daily, you should be pretty good. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have habanero honey mustard sauce from Melinda. Mm-hmm. That shit's so fuck good. <laughs> uh. What? When I was at uh, Union Brothers and I had their firecracker burger, mm-hmm. I literally I pulled a Ron Swanson just because I like doing this stuff. Sometimes it backfires, <laughs> but it's like, look, I'm gonna need double jalapeno on, like as much jalapeno as you put on here. And she goes to leave. I was like, hold on, hold on. I just want to be clear. What you heard was a lot <laughs> of jalapenos. What I said was, in fact, a ton of jalapenos. What I didn't know at the time, and this is what I talked with Zach about, was just natively on the burger it's a whole jalapeno cut oh, down yes. the middle laid on top of it slightly roasted Dope. so what they did <laughs> was put like six whole jalapenos <laughs> there is that much jalapeno on top of my burger it was glorious i loved it did i get a heartburn that night for sure was yes. it worth it absolutely <laughs> yes. also yes <laughs> so what you're saying is Go to go to Union Brothers and grab a burger from there, and some of the beer. Their sauce series, you would love it. They are doing phenomenal sour beers out there. Beautiful sour beers. Well then, road trip yeah. sold, <laughs> sold. Yeah, it's <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> I mean, easy. It's a hop, skip, and a jump from Shoe Brew, anyway. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, if you go out there, you're hitting up multiple spots, right? You know, but definitely have food there. Right. Well, I nice. guess technically have food everywhere because I think you have to still, but... Right, yeah, still have to, but... <laughs> oh, what a shame. I have you. to eat everywhere I go, shucks. <laughs> you get to have food everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no one could call you fat because it's like just following compliance. That's right. <laughs> I'm just following the law. I'm sorry. Yeah, but we've been to six places. You've had a burger every single one. What do you want from me? <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. I don't, want, I don't want Governor Wolf yelling at me. <laughs> yeah. Governor is going to come down on me if I don't eat this burger. <laughs> then you go to the doctor when COVID's all over. Like, I got some good news, got some bad news. Good news is COVID-free, you're doing great. Bad news is 
you're going to die of a heart attack. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Bad news is your blood sugar is 400 and your, <laughs> your blood pressure is 180 over 70. <laughs> so what's the plan, Doc? Oh, no, you're fucked. I have no plan. There oh, is yeah. none. <laughs> you're just done. Eat more burgers. Rocket to the wheels fall off. At this just point. lean into it. <laughs> All right, Adam. You have a game for us? Kind of, yeah. Cool. Oh, this is an Adam game. No, it's an Adam game. No, yeah. Yeah, Steve game was last week. Oh, you man, so there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. bullshit last week, too. Whatever. Steve games are designed for you to <laughs> die in the fucking Coliseum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Plot twist, everyone loses. <laughs> yes. He, he is the lion and broadsword. <laughs> Yes. And the emperor who gives the thumbs down. <laughs> it's never this. It's always just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we are going to play another episode of Nobody Asked You. I feel triggered. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to say something, but then again, nobody asked me. <laughs> uh, uh, you're going to get yourself into an infinite loop. <laughs> Recursion. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> Math jokes. Another way to beat Skynet. <laughs> this show has everything. <laughs> except, for, except for listeners. <laughs> if a hot nation podcast plays in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it still play? <laughs> the answer is yes, because we would at least listen to it. <laughs> no, Dennis, the answer is yes, because I still count those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yep, there goes my heart. It's ticking. <laughs> Uh, but yes, another rousing game of nobody asked you, which what we do is we go out into the world of beer, go on to uh, social media, we go on to different websites and where people will ask questions and we will answer those questions ourselves. Hey, they didn't ask us. They're just asking the world and we're stealing it. All right. This is kind of fucking cool. I dig it. We're given the answers for questions that weren't asked to us. Yes. Yes. I feel like that's what we're going to, we would do naturally anyway. So yep. <laughs> pretty much. So I'll start with a, a bit of a technical one here. Uh, this comes from, uh, from Reddit. Adam, just one quick question. Like, yes, how yes. is this? How, how do you win this? Just be yourself, Dennis. Okay. All right. I didn't know if there was like points. I didn't no. know. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> you definitely cool. not a Steve game because there's cool. points and right. you lose fingers. <laughs> Dennis, you win this game if somebody writes into the Hop Nation email at hopnationusa at gmail.com and says Dennis had a really good point. That's cool. I'm, I'm pulling you win. up the e- I'm emailing you right now. I just got to follow up with that Zoom email. <laughs> so if, I, if I get an email before I answer a question, <laughs> I'm going to know. I'll put my much. phone down. <laughs> Too much. So this comes from Beer Advocate. They're Beer Advocate forms. Uh-huh. And this comes from user uh, Julius Pepperwood. So, and they have a very succinct question. Elaborate beer garnishes. Cool or too much? Typically, you would have something like an orange or a lemon wedge or something like that. But there are some breweries out there that will go above and beyond. You know, they'll put a, uh, you know, some olives or they'll do a donut hole or something ridiculous like that. Some cookie. Cool or too much? Steve, I'll, I'll leave that one to you. You get to go first on this one. Uh, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Very early on, you were taught that adding anything to the beer after the beer was poured was just sacrilege. 
So like putting the orange in the blue moon, that's sacrilege. The blue moon should just be good from the get-go. You shouldn't have to throw shit in there. So when you're doing all these fancy goofy ass garnishes with the cookies and the donuts and you make it look like a really like abysmal Bloody Mary, (laughs) it's just just too much. Present your beer as is, present it clean. And this means even no cinnamon ring. If you wanted to have- Adam felt that in his soul. (laughs) I did. If you wanted it to have cinnamon flavor, Put the cinnamon in the fucking beer. <laughs> like the cinnamon cool by Spoonwood. Exactly. That you don't need no cinnamon rim with that. So present it as is. And then if you want to have a side plate of food, mm. like a side cookie, I know some places do cookie and beer pairings. If you want to do that, that's fine. You can do a side pairing, but leave it off the glass. Don't do that goof ass shit. Don't try to make it look like one of those crazy uh, fucking milkshakes that is a milkshake and then it has like chocolate chips around the rim and then it has a cake sticking out of it. I didn't order cake. I ordered a milkshake. <laughs> Fuck. Get a hold of yourselves. <laughs> All right. That's a strong argument, Dennis. It's pretty good. So 95% of the time, I agree with Steve. 100% of the time, 95% of the time. Uh, <laughs> it works every time. Yeah, it works <laughs> every checks. time. Uh, uh, however, in this scenario, I'm going to differ slightly and hmm. hear me out. The reason why I would have a difference of opinion is because, personally, I think beer is meant to be fun. It has been around with you know humankind for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and it's designed for you to enjoy something around sharing stories. That's at one point that's how we pass down information from generation to generation over beer, um, or whatever we would have any root fermentation or whatever they had at the time. Uh, so I think it all depends on what you want to do. Now, if you're writing reviews, if you're doing things like like what you guys are. It's important to have what the beer was specifically before you do all the frills and everything else, adjuncts on top of you know the beer after it's poured in your pint glass. Totally get that. But if you're going out to have fun and have a good time, I don't think there needs to be any gatekeeping on beer. You do whatever you want. You could bring your own fucking cake if you want. <laughs> you show up, you want to put cake that you have in your pocket, pocket cake inside of that stout, you go ahead and do it. Beer's about having fun and enjoying it. That's, that's just my opinion. Point to Dennis purely for the fact that it mentioned pocket cake. <laughs> I, almost, I almost spit beer over my keyboard. <laughs> Look, even reflecting on my own life, I might have sounded like a hypocrite on that because uh, it, it, I, I like a flaming Dr. Pepper from time to time. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck, that's going way back. That's right. Jekyll and Hyde's. Right, Jeez. that's Jekyll and Hyde shit. That's McArdle shit. And, uh, you know, that's just bombing a flaming uh, shot of 151 into a light beer. <laughs> oh, my So, God. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, but... It's, the, it's my, not me who's wrong, was, it's the kids. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so was, I would have got away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. Um, but my whole point was, Steve, whatever like you feel is right, um, I, damn. Now, a flaming Dr. Pepper... We're too old for that shit. There is no way we need to be doing that. Right, Steve, no, it is Wednesday. <laughs> you're not, you're just, no. Damn. I feel like after this, Steve's going to be like, I'm going to prove those motherfuckers wrong. And I don't have any light beer in the house. 
<laughs> so do it until uh, black is beautiful. <laughs> oh, if I had one left, bomb a flaming, uh, bomb a flaming kraken into a black is beautiful. Ooh. I'm not gonna Ooh. lie, that Ooh. sounds kind of amazing. But I don't, I don't have any black is beautiful left. All I have is kraken. I know a guy that does. <laughs> Dude, that, that, what, Jesus, that sounds amazing. <laughs> See, this is it why we're really all going to be subscribing to that 55 plan. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> the simple fact that we got really excited over that. Oh, yeah. You guys are signed up for that plan. You just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> we're signed up, but we're trying to pretend like we're not. Yeah. We think we're on the 75 plan. We're not. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All right. It's time for another one. It's time to go up to Reddit. Mm-hmm. To user Levi Johnson. That's <laughs> not, there's nothing funny about that. Yeah. It's <laughs> no. like denim dick. Yeah. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Steve got it. All denim right. Dick. So the question is uh, when and how did you begin to enjoy stouts? When and how? I found this very interesting. Uh, Mr. Johnson uh, went on. To, I'm sorry. <laughs> went on to say that he has tried his darndest to enjoy stouts, but for whatever reason, can't get into them. So this is a, a two-parter of answering that question of when and how did you enjoy stouts, and the second part that I'm adding in is what stout would you recommend for Mr. Johnson to uh, to jump into? Dennis, honestly, I wasn't notoriously early on in my craft beer journey 2013 2014 when i really started getting into craft beer um i wasn't the biggest stout fan i i mostly enjoyed porters which is you know thinner body it's not mm-hmm. going to be as as robust and punching you in the face and then uh sammy and i actually flew over to ireland because you know we didn't take a boat um <laughs> and just like seeing a lot of their pub culture because i'm over the years i'm starting to realize with me personally i'm a very relationship like i romanticize the idea of relationships with things and then just seeing like a lot of the the old-timey pubs and everyone had a stout everyone was drinking guinness just that feeling i was like okay let me start getting into this let me try this i drank it i was like this isn't half bad this is good. Then we went to the Guinness uh, plant or manufacturer, however you want to call brewery? it. Brewery? Yeah, but it's not set up like a brewery. <laughs> like this is like if breweries all got together and they had a billion dollars. This place was <laughs> insane. It had like a gift floor, like just for gifting. A whole – where you could just get things personalized. It reminded me more of an amusement park than it did a brewery. I guess that's why it was kind of lost for words there. I, I, I just to jump in real quick, Dennis. My suggestion is go on YouTube and find Conan O'Brien's travel to the Guinness Brewery, mm. and it, it like it, it highlights everything you're saying that it looks more like an amusement park. It does. It, it's it like it's like mind. going to Epcot. Then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like even the elevator. Like I was like, how many floors are on there? Then you get your free fresh pint of Guinness up at the top as you're overlooking Ireland, which is notoriously known for stouts. So bringing that back home to the u.s is kind of how i started my journey it was like fuck i love stouts i have to go out and find as many and drink as many as i like so that's kind of how i started really getting into stouts is romanticizing you know 
where a lot of stouts come from. Uh, what was the second part of the question, Adam? The second part of the question is, if you had to recommend a stout for Mr. Johnson to get into enjoying stouts, what would you recommend? So, Mr. Uh, Johnson, what I would tell him is beer to me – you know, in comparison to other libations, is more culinary. Uh, whereas, you know, whiskeys and spirits, I think they're a little bit more chemistry. Um, and the reason why I say that is because whatever you, nine times out of ten, where whatever you put in a beer, you could already mostly predict what's going to come out of that. So the reason why I'm bringing this up for Mr. Johnson, think about the different delicacies, items, desserts, food items that he really loves and he's passionate about. And then seek out stouts. Seek out stouts. SOS. <laughs> seek out stouts. Oh, yeah. uh, where he can kind of mimic his flavor profile of what he already enjoys and romanticizes in his own life and then start his journey that way. Damn. That's what I say. That's a, that's a good one. Steve? I'll ask you the same two questions. I didn't need to go to Ireland to enjoy Guinness. <laughs> I just always enjoyed Guinness. I don't remember a time I didn't enjoy Guinness. That's fact. It's my brain is shit, but I still don't remember a time I didn't enjoy Guinness. I took it to the next level through Trogue's Java Head. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That, that was like kind of the next level where I went from a dry Irish to... Yeah, you know, that's getting into pastry yum yum times because it's coffee. It's, you know, it's coffee deliciousness and darkness and chocolate. So that's the next step. And then from there, it was just all free form. Let's go. Let's go everywhere we can with stouts. So I, so I love everything from a dry Irish to fucking marshmallow chocolate coffee times. <laughs> wow. Nice. To, to cinnamon spicy pepper boy <laughs> <laughs> which you're approving right now <laughs> yes so yeah uh second part of the question it's kind of hard to say because there is such a different like spectrum of flavors that you can get within stouts because it all depends on what the adjunct is and what the style is. If it's supposed to be a dry Irish, which for some reason I imagine that's what this guy, uh, what Dick Denham has been after. <laughs> Dick Denham. Dick Denham. Private it's like a weird yeah. kind of superhero. <laughs> right. like he saves you, but then you get the Dick Denham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I imagine that's what he tried. Like he tried Guinness or he tried Samuel Smith maybe. Mm-hmm. And those are those are pretty standard stouts, right? So maybe his thing is he has to go for the dessert fat times treats. Yeah, treats. Get some treats. See if you like those. And if you did it the other way, well then go back to the basics. Do some Guinness and some Samuel Smiths. Those are like enduring for a reason because they're mm-hmm. good, That's even good for basic beer. <laughs> and the Samuel Smiths is organic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are some good answers. I'm not sure how I'm going to score that one yet. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty subjective. Like It I was. It was. So uh, we'll stay on Reddit. We'll go with uh, the next question from user Wine While I Garden. And their question is, do you mix beers? Like blend them? I'll ask you this question to you first. <laughs> I feel like there was more of a question. Do you mix beers? That's it. Do you I'm mix sorry, beers? I'm all right. <laughs> 
Uh, and I, w- I will throw the uh, the qualifier on there. Obviously, black and tans are right out. Uh, okay. I, I believe that is a, an established, you know, I'll say sub-style, <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, you could almost call it an s- established cocktail at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, I don't mix beers unless it's stouts. I'll mix some stouts if they're like differing flavor profiles, and then I'll mm-hmm. mix them together, see what's up. But uh, generally, no. But if it's over a course of a drinking period, then yeah, I will mix beers because I won't stick to the same beer. Okay. So I'll go from, you know, I'll go from IPAs to stouts. Or do you mean physically mixing the beers, Adam? I mean physically mixing the beers. Not necessarily mixing throughout your drinking session, but two beers into one glass. Yes. That's what I thought you were saying at first. Yes, that's that's what I'm driving at. Dennis, do you? Oh, I didn't know if Steve like officially answered that. That's why I was kind of I didn't know. Yeah, no, I, I I usually don't because I like to okay. enjoy. Right. I, I like to enjoy each beer by <laughs> yeah. itself. It's you just that I don't have a Steve face to look at and <laughs> be like, "Nah, dog, I'm done. Go on." Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we well, see. You have um, to watch the pattern in the cyber, Steve. <laughs> no, no, it's pretty. Uh, algor, algor. I can't say it. Algorithmic. Algor- Yes, that one. I couldn't. I couldn't get that out. And I'm ten percent stout deep. <laughs> <laughs> but Dennis, I will. No, I, I don't will. think I could naturally have said that with algorithmic. I couldn't. I just can't. It's one of those words. <laughs> Maybe it's the terpenes that I've had. Terpenuses. <laughs> Terpenuses. <laughs> uh, wangs. Fifty bucks or fifty bucks. <laughs> so, with um, that in mind, do you mix beers, Dennis? So. Two answers. One, me personally, I've never done it outside of the traditional black and tan, which we have disqualified at the beginning of yes. this question. Uh, so second type of answer is I'm not against it. It's just I never actually thought through what would I mix with what. Could you come up with some crazy combinations that could taste very good? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and going back to the earlier question I answered, it's all about having fun. Do whatever the hell you want. So if the question was like a very grandiose, should you mix them, you could do whatever the hell you want. Do Agreed. I personally mix them? I do not yet. But if someone had like this and this, put this together, it's going to blow your mind. Like I've seen some people actually do like a, a dark stout with an apple, like with a cider beer. Mm-hmm. And I... I tried it and it was actually really good, but something inside me was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, so I think, uh, you know, mentally I, I'm not there yet because both of those manufacturers of beers and ciders and whatnot, they, they harness, you know, their skill set so hard. It would be tough for me to just like mix them together. Not saying I won't just saying I've found c- compelling enough evidence to make me do so. That's a very good answer. Unfortunately, you're both wrong. Uh, the correct <laughs> answer is you should uh, mix everything with Clamato. Ew. Ew. <laughs> that cannot be the right that's how. That's the only way Adam gets a point during this game, being the moderator. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of moderators, and I just want to break in with a report as we're Uh-oh. recording this while we're recording this. Oh, no. The vice presidential debate is going on. Oh, no. Mm. What happened? A fly has landed on Mike Pence's head and is crawling around. 
he probably didn't even know because he has no feeling. Like, well, he 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 has skin. done his best to ignore it, but <laughs> it's obviously been picked up by social media and everybody is. <laughs> Just write your own joke from that. Why can he not just swat it away? Well, because it would make, you know, an obvious reference to the fact that he's covered in flies for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we will leave those jokes open to the listener. And you, the listener, if you have uh, any other answers for this, let us know. Hit us up on the the social media. Slide into them DMs. (laughs) Send us an email. And if you have any questions, we'll take those too. Yeah. Uh, for now, though, Dennis, why don't you plug what you're up to, where everybody can find you? Absolutely. So many plugs. Uh, so number one, you guys can find us at firsthitbrewbox.com, where you can choose any of your uh, Brewbox subscription options. Uh, we have three different tiers. Jump in there. You're going to get all kinds of unique brewery swag. And then we uh, partner with small businesses that make things out of beer. It could be beer soap, shampoo, coffee with hops in there. It can literally be anything. So it's a surprise every time. If you're looking to connect with us, hit us up on social media. We're on seven different social media platforms, all at First Sip Brew Box. So we're looking to hear uh, from you guys and and learn more about different things that you want us to uh, feature in our brew boxes. And also check us out on YouTube, First Sip Brew Box, and catch an episode of The Daily Sip. Right on. Hopefully one day we make it on there. Yeah, you, I got, you guys are in the queue. I'm, there's so many humans out there. Man, it's like high school all over again. <laughs> Wait, you got hit with a lot of dodgeballs? Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> I was extremely Nerd. skinny in high school, so they just whizzed past me. I believe that. As you know, hashtag poor life. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I would have no doubt that Dennis has been called String Bean a number of times. Oh, my nickname yeah. growing up was Daddy Longlegs because oh, okay, yeah. I was all right, like six five in the tenth grade. Yeah, and back before I joined the army, I was like 165, 170 pounds. Yeah, that you makes could, sense. yeah, insane. And then I met my wife, and that was sixty five, seventy pounds ago. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> good healthy weight it is it is you carry it well yeah thank you sir <laughs> uh, if you want to find us though on social media all you have to do is search hop nation usa that'll get you twitter instagram and facebook and if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the hop nation usa podcast every friday as you should then search hop nation usa on stitcher podbean google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, and now amazon we're on there Ooh. Get that Bezos money. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Don't say that. There's something in your house listening. <laughs> uh, no, there isn't. Purposely. Yeah, yeah probably not, Steve's. <laughs> yeah, there's no Alexas or any of that garbage nope. in my house. Well, little do you know, he's now employing platypuses and groundhogs, which I would assume only 50% of those are going to affect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And groundhogs will be killed. So, <laughs> I, I say Steve still has the skunk army in his back pocket. Right. So he's good. I, I got skunk nation on my side. <laughs> they are OGs together. Steve got, looks out for them. They look out for Steve. <laughs> I got skunks, rabbits, and random dogs. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that last one. Like, are they lost dogs from? I don't know. They're random. <laughs> Just show my. They just show up in my yard sometimes. Do you feed them? 
No, I don't want them coming back. But if you're on any of those podcast platforms <laughs> that we'd mentioned before I got interrupted, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-deer tuxedo show, but they only let us use five. <laughs> That's a bigger sigh. <sighs> it's my turn to sigh. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a bigger crime than what they would charge you for rabbit pelts at Boy Scout camp. <laughs> that shit was a ripoff. It was. <laughs> yeah. But they were so soft. Because Ang- Angora is soft. It, and... but you I thought Angora was goat. No, Angora is rabbit. Oh, that's my bad. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe I'm the one that really got ripped off. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very soft. But the problem is when you bought those po- uh, pelts at Boy Scout camp, like you couldn't really do anything with them. It was just a pelt. Just pet the wall. Yeah, he's like get him to the Greek. Just pet the wall. Yeah, you just pet it. So eh, everything will be okay. (laughs) Oh, I've missed this. You guys are insane, and I love it. (laughs) Let's do it again sometime. Absolutely, (laughs) let's do it again over on the daily set. We'll get you guys scheduled once we get back from Jersey. Yes, maybe we can try to do something in person. So, so it's not just yeah, a f- that'd be cool. It's not just a nightmare floating head. <laughs> <laughs> it's been Cyber Steve. Cyber, Cyber Steve. <laughs> Killer of groundhogs. <laughs> You'd have so many weird titles if we traveled like 500 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they would start with the obvious of Steve the Giant, and then just disseminate oh, yeah. from there. Because yeah. I mean, if World War II people were small. Four or five hundred years ago, yeah, there was even Vikings were like tall at like five eight. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there were no Magnus for Magnusons back then. So, hell of a reference, Steve. It's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, we'll see how much of this makes it on the actual podcast. <laughs> oh, all this end stuff will make it on. Oh yeah, just, yes. just some of that other QC stuff that gets cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Saving it for the indefinite blooper reel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, though, thanks to everybody listening. We'll be back next week with something new. We'll probably be in the studio. What a twist. And Ooh. speaking of twist, I think next week it will be pretzel beers. Yes. Yes. Damn, that sounds good. I know. We, we actually somehow put together three pretzel beers. <laughs> <laughs> I never can find more than one. I know, what a world. (laughs) What a world. (laughs) You got to know a guy that knows a guy. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Uh, Bye. Bye.